Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for this great Savior, this great King, this great Lord of ours, Jesus Christ. He promised us that he was going to prepare a place for us and come back and get us and take us to that place. It's called the rapture. It's going to happen any moment now. I know that makes some people upset. I'm sorry. Jesus the Lord said, watch therefore. We don't know the hour, the day, the coming of the Son of Man and be ready. I'm sorry. I can't believe in a doctrine that teaches me not to look for Messiah Jesus to come today because every day grace teaches me to look for the blessed hope. And glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is God's word. And so, it makes us happy in Jesus to watch for his coming. And, and uh, my name is Dove Schwartz here in northern Israel, proclaiming King Jesus is coming. And we have someone who's watching for him to come there in Texas, Pastor Ray Jensen in Pearland, Texas. At, well, actually, the congregation, he lives in Alvin, but the congregation is Calvary Chapel, Beth Shalom in Pearland. Pastor Ray, great to be with you once again on Watch Therefore. Great to be here again, Pastor Doe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to ask you to do this. I'm going to ask you to lead us in a word of prayer, and then I've got a, a special verse of Scripture to start off with. We've got other verses through the program, but a special verse of, pas- of Scripture we're going to talk about as it relates also to Calvary Chapel, Beth Shalom, and, the, and what our ideas are and desire is for a vision for our congregation and for the disciples that are made there. Ray, would you lead us in a word of prayer? Yes, Father God, we thank you for the privilege of being able to do this ministry. And uh, Lord God, we you're welcome in this ministry, in this in this radio show. Speak through us, Lord God, and Holy Spirit of God, bring understanding to those who are hearing. We thank you that your word is proclaimed. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You know, Ray, you, you see what's going on in much of the world today, and and you also know what the Word of God says about what I'm going to say in a moment. And and um, and down through the years, the cost of following Jesus for some has been uh, ultimately their lives. And, and, and they've suffered greatly. Yet we know that under great affliction and persecution, you see some of, some of the most authentic followers in Jesus. Because uh, if you're playing games with God, you get off the fence and you, you abandon him if... You really don't believe in him when trouble comes, when the threat is there, when the when the uh, real loss even of life and limb is is the threat. Isn't that right? That's right. So that's correct. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I, I was in agreement with you. There's yeah, the the things that's going on that we can see. It's it's. Um, I, I'm just ready for Jesus to return. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Well, there, there's a reason I mention that in First Thessalonians chapter one. In verses 6 through 10, we see something. This church, this congregation of believers in Jesus, the Bible says they were persecuted very similarly to the the persecution that was going on in Jerusalem, in Judea, uh, where believers were losing their property, they were being locked up, uh, even losing their lives. We saw uh, Stephen stoned as well. Look at at chapter 1 of 1 Thessalonians, verses 6 through 10. This is what Paul says, the apostle, to them as he's writing. And you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Spirit, 
so that you became examples to all in Macedonia and Achaia who believe. For from you the word of the Lord has sounded forth not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place. Your faith toward God has gone out so that we do not need to say anything. For they themselves declare concerning us what manner of entry we had to you and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living God, to serve the living and true God, listen to this, and to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath to come. So, so Pastor Ray, we see this, this congregation of believers under great persecution and threat. And so what do they do? They turn from idols, they turn from idolatry to serve the living and true God and to wait for him to come from heaven. That's the kind of congregation we want at Calvary Chapel Beth Shalom. Isn't that right? That's correct. And as a matter of fact, before each uh, service, we talk about uh, for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God. We're expecting that. Hallelujah. We're expecting that at any time. Woo! That's First Thessalonians 4.16. That's right. That's right. And see, this is what... This this congregation, the Thessalonians, are commended for being authentic followers of Messiah Jesus. Uh, it, it, listen, it's wonderful when we come together and have happy fellowship. It's wonderful that we that we get together and we eat and have feasting and praising and and, and thanking the Lord for all of His goodness and the blessings upon us. Yet, where the rubber meets the road is when trouble comes. And trouble is around us. What kind of followers of Jesus are we? And we see here that uh, 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 one of the elements of authentic following of Jesus is to turn away from idolatry. And and the self-life is idolatry, to worship self, even in the name of Jesus, which is much of what modern Christianity does. To turn away from the self-life and to be all in for Jesus to a point where we are eagerly waiting for him to come for us from heaven. Now, Ray, sadly, much of what is called the church today really doesn't think much about the coming of the Lord. But that's not the mindset we have at Calvary Chapel. You have our mission statement there, I think. Would you share with the listeners what our mission of Calvary Chapel Beth Shalom is? What we're looking to, to, to what, what we want the fruit of the discipleship at our congregation to be? Well, Calvary Chapel Beth Shalom exists according to the word of the Lord to make authentic disciples of Messiah Jesus in preparation of his glorious second coming. And as a matter of fact, with that that passage I just gave about he's going to come back with a shout with the trumpet of God, we are so into that. We believe that so much that we even blow a shofar trumpet before service just to kind of help you get used to what this may sound like, this return that we're expecting. <laughs> we want you to be ready. Hey, this is the closest we can get to it, but here it is, and we blow that shofar. That's right. That's right. And and in this second coming time, what we have is we have the rapture that takes place first, where believers in Messiah Jesus are caught up in the clouds to go for the marriage ceremony in heaven, the Bible speaks of in Revelation 19. And then the second coming takes place in finality, when we come back with our Lord Jesus and he sets up the, the throne of David in Jerusalem. Now, this is a very foreign, hello, this is so sad what I'm about to say, but it's true. This is a very foreign concept today in much of what is called the body of Christ. And, and, and for some, it is just that only a concept. 
You know, it's a concept. It's a, it's a theoretical, philosophical, doctrinal concept, but it's not something that's real in the lives of believers in Jesus. Ray, we believe this is real, and we live that this is real. Isn't that, does that make sense? Isn't that how it's supposed to be? It, it is supposed to be that way. You know, I'm thinking of 1 Corinthians. It says, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, uh, that's no preparation time for that. You've got to be ready ahead of it. That's right. So we look for it. Absolutely, absolutely. And when it speaks of the last trump there, that's speaking of the time in the, the Feast of Trumpets, which is traditionally now called Rosh Hashanah. Uh, it's the Feast of the Lord, Yom Teruah, in Leviticus 23. It's a day of blowing trumpets. Now... Uh, in Jewish history, when they would celebrate that feast, there is a there is a series of ninety nine blasts that take place. I believe that's the number, and then and then there's a final blast. That's a long blast where uh, the person blowing the shofar blows until there's no wind left, and that is called the final trump, the last trump, <clears throat> and it is representative of the feast of trumpets, which is a picture of the rapture. When Messiah Yeshua comes for Jew and Gentile, born again in, in Messiah Yeshua. So, we're looking for that day. Now, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take a break for just a moment, Ray. And I'd like you to share a little bit about your experiences in your heart uh, about this upcoming tour to Israel. Uh, many from our congregation and others are, are leaving from Houston, Texas. And wherever you're listening from, you can join us on this tour and get in touch with us. We'll share you share with you how you can go to blessing com to get in touch with us <clears throat> and and so that's the feast of tabernacles blessing israeli believers feast of tabernacles israel tour and uh it's going to be such an exciting time and ray you were here with me at this time of year i believe it was in 2014 you even your video is there at watch tv from our time there which is a promotion for this tour but ray share some of your experiences and thoughts and why you believe people should join us you talk about helping to get ready for the coming of the Lord. That'd do it, huh? Yeah, yes, it would. And, you know, probably one of the most interesting things is that you can find out by going what Jerusalem really is. I mean, it's not just a, it's not just a tourist spot. It's, it's a place that God has chosen to write his name. Hallelujah. And when you, when you get there, you experience it. Now, I can tell you, you know, I'm not trying to tell you warm and fuzzies, oh, wow, I'm in Jerusalem. I'm talking about you're in the, the city of the king there where the throne is going to be. God chose to put his name there. You know, it's, I tell people often, when you look at a grand painting, a big masterpiece, you're like, wow, this is such great work. Who did this? And what do you do? You start looking for the author's name in the painting. Well, God created all this big creation. He says, well, I'm going to put my name on Jerusalem. And so that's kind of what he did. And so when the world is looking, wow, who did all this? And when they go to Jerusalem, well, they're going to find out it's the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so when I was there, it wasn't just the fascination with being there among a different culture on the other side of the world for me, but it was that this is, this is the city that God chose. This is the place where it all went down, and you're walking through the Bible. You're seeing things. I was gaining a perspective of the Jews that I did not have before. I love the Jews, but now I'm getting to know who they are. And so it really gave me a closer connection to my Savior, Jesus, who is himself Jewish. And so it, it really put a lot in me to see these every little thing that I saw with, with the way the people are. It, it, it gave that depth that I did not have 
that you can't get from just reading the Bible. I, I, I drew much closer to God there in Jerusalem, and I would like for any of y'all to have the same opportunity. Uh, when you read Jerusalem, don't just read, oh, there's Jerusalem. No Jerusalem. Hallelujah. I've been there. I've experienced it. It's fascinating. The people that were through walking through there in the Jerusalem March, we love Israel. And, you know, what can I say? It, 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 it exceeds my ability to say it. Just come, come and join us if you can at all. Don't limit God while I can't afford it. Me and my wife were thinking that, and God plopped down what we needed right in front of us. We didn't see it coming the ability to get over there again and experience him that I believe is going to return back as blessing that's going to follow us for the rest of our lives. This is not just a trip. This is not just a, a, a tourism thing. This is going to the city that God chose to place his name. And if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, it, isn't that something? I mean, wow. Let's go. Let's go. Why don't y'all just come with us? What, what more can I say, though? I'll tell you what, Ray, I couldn't have, I certainly couldn't have said it better. And I, interestingly, you said that uh, Jesus is Jewish. I hear a lot of people saying Jesus was Jewish, but the Bible says in Revelation twenty two sixteen when he returns, that he says he is the root and offspring of David. That's, that's kind of Jewish. And he's coming uh, to sit on the throne of David in Jerusalem. Now, Ray, uh, our listeners can go to watch their four dot TV and see that video with you and I in it that you did. It's only about a three minute video and it will just give a little, a little taste of what's coming in October. Also at blessing That's blessing You can see the itinerary for the uh, trip and sign up there as well. Time is running out. The window is closing for sign up for this tour. So you want to get in while you can. Also, we do have, this ministry that's supporting this program today, the Bible says in Romans one sixteen, the gospels to the Jew first and then to the nations. We have our, our and then to the nations ministry poured out for the nations. This is our gospel and disciple outreach uh, to uh, in Texas with Calvary Chapel Beshalom poured out for the nations. Helped with the planting of that congregation and still helps in different ways with the congregation. Uh, also, we have our work in different countries in Africa. I'm going with some brothers in the Lord uh, to Uganda, uh, Port Alpha Nations. We have Pastor Lewy there who has a refugee camp. He's working with 200 orphans, and we bought them 100 pair of shoes. Actually, we bought 200 pair of shoes uh, uh, when I went there in November last year. We bought a pair of shoes for each of the orphans, and uh, we're going to go back there again uh, in August and in, in uh, September and preach the gospel, and be in congregations, leading people to Jesus, the Lord. So, Pour It Out for the Nations. Go to the website, pouredoutforthenations.com. And also, Pour It Out for the Nations helps this program stay on the air, sponsors this program that goes out to over 100 nations. Uh, if you want to be part of this, go to pouredoutforthenations.com. When you do so, prayerfully and financially, you help keep Watch Therefore on the air. Now, uh, Ray... Uh, I, we have something else to announce. This is, my, I think, my first time announcing it since we found out that I am going to be coming to Houston uh, at, and actually be ministering at, at Calvary Chapel Beth Shalom there in Pearland. I've, I've been in Israel now for about a year, and I'm coming there uh, from the uh, time of June 11th through the 21st or 22nd. And so I'm going to be there for for two Sunday night meetings. And you can look at your calendars. You can go to uh, Calvary Chapel 
Pearland.com and see what nights those Sundays are on in that time frame. I'm going to be there those two Sunday nights, and I'll be talking more about that on the program as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to have a real special time together. And I encourage all of our listeners in the Houston area, or if you can be there, come to our meetings at Calvary Chapel Pearland. Uh, go to CalvaryChapelPearland.com. I'd love to see you there. there. Ray, there are people who listen to the program in the Houston area. There are people who financially support the program. There's people who maybe have some questions about how they can help or how they, what kind of partnership, comments, questions, thoughts. Come to Calvary Chapel that not those nights, those two Sunday nights, uh, when I'm going to be there between June uh, 11 and June 22. Come there those nights, and we would love to see you there. Boy, I can't wait to see you and, and uh, our brothers and sisters at Calvary Chapel. Best Shalom, Ray. Yeah, it's going to be great to have you here. And yes, I, I know a lot of people that have heard you and never seen you yet. But, you know, this is a time to get to meet meet you, Dove, here with us. And, uh, hey, we'll get to go have some uh, beef fajitas together. What, what about that? Oh, yeah, that sounds really good. And and, <laughs> and I want to tell our, our listeners, there are times on Sunday nights where we all, we go out to a restaurant and we take like half the restaurant or a big part of it and and it's just great we hang out we have fun we don't get kicked out we're real nice and we we're real we we not yet not yet anyway anyhow but but we have a good time together and so we encourage all of our listeners to come uh join us and uh we'll go uh, feast on the word and then feast together uh when i'm there uh in june and i boy i look forward to it and i i ray i they don't have real good tex-mex here in israel they got a lot of good food but not real good tex-mex actually i don't think they have any tex-mex and uh i told you the other day there's a popular uh, mexican restaurant we love to go to tex-mex restaurant and i said boy i'd pay a hundred bucks to have lunch from there right now and so i, I want to tell our listeners when i told you ray that i'm coming and we're gonna go have some tex-mex you said good y'all yeah, take you up on that hundred dollar lunch <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When you get here, you give me a hundred bucks, and I'll take you to eat fajitas anywhere you want to go. <laughs> well, we're gonna, we're gonna have a good old time, and I'll tell you what, uh, I miss you guys, and we're gonna we're gonna be it's just gonna be a blessing. And the Lord's given me some really good messages from here in the land in Israel that He's given me since I've been here. That really fresh bread, I believe, that I'm gonna be bringing with me. So I encourage encourage all of our listeners, our watch there for, for listeners, please. We'd love to see you there. Don't miss it on those Sunday nights. And uh, they're going to be real special. Go to CalvaryChapelPearland.com for that. Now, now we talked about in our program before the break how authentic believers in Jesus, they turn from idolatry to serve the living and true God and to wait for his son from heaven, whom he, he raised from the dead, even Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath to come. Now, from what I see in the Bible, I know this upsets some people, I see him delivering his people from the wrath of the tribulation, the seven-year tribulation. And, and people might say to me, well, what if we're one day into the tribulation and you were wrong? I'll say this. Here's what I'll do. I'll watch, therefore, every day in the tribulation then, because Jesus said to watch, therefore, for you don't know the hour of the day the Son of Man is coming, and to be ready. He said that in Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21. I believe him. And, and he also said it's kind of dangerous to, to not believe that he could come any moment. Because he said the wicked servant, the first thing the wicked servant says is, my master is delaying his coming. He's not coming today. It's a dangerous way to believe. And so uh, even I'm talking with some of my post-trib friends about that, my mid-trib friends about that. I'm saying, listen, we don't have to be uh, pre-trib 
a mid-trib or post-trib, we should be any time uh, rapture people. That means Jesus can come at any time. And we should be able to find some unity in that. Hallelujah. So, uh, so Ray, what I want to ask you to do with just the last couple minutes, I mean, we've got like two minutes. Could you give a brief gospel uh, call for our listeners today? Yes. You know, we were dead in our sins, and we needed a Savior because our death penalty was too big for us to pay for ourselves. We could not pay it ourselves. We had to have a Savior. And don't go around thinking that you are your own. You're not your own. Don't think you're not owned. You are owned. When you come to belief in Jesus, you're changing your ownership. You're deciding, I am no longer going to belong to Satan. I now belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. I submit my life to him. He will save you, that if you will confess your sins, if you will confess that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Not might be, you will be saved. And it's only through Jesus Christ. And I pray you come to a repentant place in your life to realize that this thing that you've always been trying to do that's never worked, you've never been able to bail yourself out of your mess, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. That's why you need a Savior. You need Jesus to save you. And he was our only sacrifice, our only Passover sacrificial lamb that could do this because he was the only one that was sinless. You need to place your trust in, in repentance in Jesus Christ to save you. And he will, as he says, you will, not might be, you will be saved. That is a promise of God. That is a promise of God. And you can trust in it because he offers it. It's not dependent on man who fluctuates left and right this way and that. It's given by God who never changes. And when he says he means it, you can you can bet on it. Hallelujah, Jesus Ray. is the way to salvation. Thank you so much. And it's true. Put your faith in Messiah Jesus. He died on the cross for your sins. He was buried on the third day. Hallelujah. He rose again. Receive him today. Turn from your sins and receive Jesus. Oh, Father in heaven, please bless our, our listeners today. Oh, holy Abba, Father in heaven, thank you. Thank you in our Messiah Jesus name for all of our listeners. Bless them today. Bless them, bless them, bless them. And bless Pastor Ray in Calvary Chapel, Beth Shalom and Paraland. And thank you for what you're going to do. And Lord, thank you that we should watch for you and you could come any moment. Thank you for your grace that teaches us to watch for you to come for us and keeps us ready. Always ready for your coming. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Well, Ray, thanks for being on the program today. Yeah, I was glad to be here. Thank you. And like we always end our program, remember, watch therefore, Messiah Jesus is coming any moment. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.